Welcome to the James and Kim cast. We do appreciate you listening to us. Make sure you share us with your friends. Also interact with us on our social media presence as well. We, we would love to hear from you. All right. I want you to stay tuned because we have got an incredibly fascinating story for you about a local gentleman here in Chattanooga that um, was in Vietnam. And another guy that he trained with was in Vietnam as well. And they came home together and um, they're going to have a reunion after 51 years of not seeing each other. So, yeah, so I sit down with Steve McCary, and he 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 went through training with this uh, with this other soldier. They hopped on a plane to serve in Vietnam. They served together. Uh, they had they were in the same barracks in Vietnam uh, for 14 months, and then they came home together, which is extremely rare, actually. But they haven't seen each other in 50 years, so we've we've got that conversation coming up here in just a few minutes. Before we get started, though, let's talk about the gig. We want to thank our sponsors, uh, EPB Fiber Optics. It's the fastest internet around and the best value in town. Sixty-seven ninety-nine a month, only from EPB. Thank you, EPB. So, before we get to that uh, really cool conversation with Steve McCary, a local Vietnam veteran here in Chattanooga, I, I want to uh, talk to you about this, especially if you're a parent. And um, th- this is a parent alert. Parent alert. Parent alert. So there's a pre-workout powder challenge that's going around on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but it's it's killing our 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 kids. So there's a challenge on TikTok where you videotape yourself downing just raw energy drink powder, which is just massively full of caffeine and it can really hurt you. But I mean basically your heart will explode if you're not careful. In fact, you're, you're not supposed to do this at all. Health experts are saying, no, 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 don't do this. It's got to be diluted with, you know, a, a bunch of water. So anyway, I, you, you may want to have a conversation with uh, with your kid, uh, your teenager, uh, maybe even, you know, if you have a 20-year-old or a friend. Maybe you're not a parent, but maybe a friend is looking into this and think it's thinks it's cool to, to do this. Don't do this. It no, will, it's dangerous. It will hurt your heart. We're talking about high... Uh, caffeinated levels, and it's causing heart attacks in um, in young people. Because what they what they're doing, they're they're showing this off in the gym, and then they're like jacked up on caffeine, and then they're working out. You know, yeah. Yep. so yeah, we've heard too many deaths with this. So do not do this challenge. Yeah, talk to your friend, talk to your family member about this. So I had this opportunity a couple of days ago to have this conversation with Steve McCary. We're going to hear from Steve here in a little bit. But I asked him questions like, what was it like back when, when he got back from Vietnam? You know, we've heard all these stories, these horrible stories about people being really unkind to our right. soldiers after, after Vietnam. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk to him about um, his, personal, uh, his personal experience with at the time, one of his best friends. And this is a conversation that we want you to grab hold of. Uh, we so appreciate our veterans, don't we? Absolutely, oh, we do. We, so appreciate. We, we, we are so blessed. We, we are so blessed. All right, James, I want to hear it in its entirety, the unedited version. So uh, let's, let's, let's listen to it right now. Steve McCary joining us on the show. Steve, I just love your story. And you know what? I have to admit, I hate that I've known you for 
years, not real well. I, I know we've gotten to know each other a little bit better the last uh, several months. But Steve, I, you know, when you told me that you were a, a Vietnam veteran, I was like, oh, my word, I did not know that. But uh, first of all, we salute you, and um, we, we, we so appreciate your, your service. I love this story as we approach your 50th anniversary of your return to Chattanooga. And tell me about the friend that, that you um, connected with during training and you served with in Vietnam. And tell me about this reunion that's about to take place. Yeah. Happy, happy to do that. Well, back in September 1969, when I got drafted, um, got drafted, um, went to Fort Jackson, South Carolina for basic training. And um, I was in Company B. And at the close of that eight to 10 week period, I was in uh, line getting my orders for my next duty assignment and uh, got my orders and um was trying to figure out where i was going i couldn't pronounce the name of the place it was fort wachuca huh. arizona of course it's spelled j-u-a-c-h-u-c-a and, and uh, being a country boy from the south you know i wasn't too familiar with spanish spelling and um so anyway uh, there was another guy standing close by and he seemed to be trying to pronounce the same thing and so that's where i met leo for the first time leo farley uh Another uh, 20-year-old at that point, uh, we just finished basic training together, and we looked, compared notes and said, we're going to the same place. Mm. So we went and took a leave of that, uh, took a leave after basic training, met up out in Fort Huachuca, Arizona, processed in out there, ended up staying in the same barracks in the same room, became good friends for about four months while we were out there in Fort Huachuca. Then we came down on orders together for Vietnam. And, uh, of course, that was a little troubling. You know, nobody wanted to go to Vietnam at that point, but uh, here we were going. And so we say our goodbyes out in Arizona. He goes to New York. I come home to Chattanooga. Uh, we spend our 30 days before we left for Vietnam. Interestingly enough, during my 30 days of home, I've married my wife, uh, my sweetheart, Pam. Uh, we got married on May 9th, 1970, and I left for Vietnam on June 9th, 1970. Met up with Leo back out in California. We processed together, flew together to Vietnam, uh, landed in uh, Long Bend 90th Replacement Center, processed through, uh, ended up going through Canto, which is in the Mekong Delta, South Vietnam. We flew down together on the C-124, processed through, ended up working in the same company, living in the same barracks, and we roomed together for a year. So a kid from New York City and a kid from Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, spent about 15 months together, uh, 12 of those months in Vietnam. We finished our tour of duty in Vietnam. Interestingly enough, we come down on orders to uh, get out of Vietnam on the same order sheet. We processed out of Vietnam. We fly home together on the same plane, and we say our goodbyes in Oakland, and that was 50 years ago, uh, this June 11th, uh, June 12th, uh, 1971. So, so it, was a wild, it was a wild friendship. Uh, we've seen each other one time 
in the last 50 years. I was in New York on business in the early 80s. I was in early 30s, and he and I had lunch. It's the only time we've seen each other. We have been able to stay in touch with each other through Facebook the last five to seven years, and so that's been good. And so we're looking forward to uh, this reunion coming up. He's flying in tomorrow to Chattanooga to spend four or five days with us as we celebrate together. So, Steve, what do you think this is going to be like for you in in, in your life <laughs> and in his uh, the four days that he's here in Chattanooga. What are your expectations for this reunion? You know, the expectation seems a bit vague when I just say we want to reconnect. But um, reconnect seems like a, a simple word. Mm-hmm. But looking back at our tour of duty, I don't know about Leo, but for me, I'll, I'll be honest with you, as a 19, 20, 21-year-old serving in the Army, being drafted during that era. Um, I remember waking up every day not wanting to be in the Army. (laughs) Every day, thinking, gosh, I wish I was home. Uh, I don't like this. Um, Made the best of it. um, But I can remember not being a particular happy camper about being in Vietnam. But to have a friend like Leo to experience that with me, um, even though we were from different cultures and different backgrounds, we just hit it off. Yeah. And so, so we're we're looking forward to to reconnecting and remembering some of those stories uh, that we uh, that we shared. He, he still talks about. I, I used to get care packages from my dad. My dad was a, a big a believer in sending me care packages to Vietnam. Mm. And so we would get all kinds of food. And so Leo still talks about being so excited every time I would get a care package from home, uh, <laughs> crack, cracking into that care package and, and enjoying all the goodies that my family would send. Yeah. Now, did Leo get care packages from his family? Not that I recall. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Not that I recall. Steve, so your relationship before Vietnam, when, when you guys uh, just entered Vietnam, and 15 months later after your tour of duty, how, how did you change personally, and how do you think Leo changed? You know, clearly, clearly there was a maturing process. Um, one of the things I would recall is you, you do learn to kind of stick up for yourself and um, and. and maybe an overworked term, but uh, be a man. And uh, so I guess it was one of the first times in my life that I had lived out from underneath the um, umbrella of my parents, so to speak. And so, gosh, you had to speak up. You had to stand up. And um, I think both of us learned to do that. Mm. And that that was pretty foundational in the development of our personalities. And, uh, you know, we still have a long way to go before we were approaching maturity, but I believe that that was um, instrumental in kind of growing us up. Yeah. And Steve, also too, when you return on, um, on June 11th, 1971 from Vietnam and you step foot on Chattanooga soil, what was that like? What was that like for you personally? I mean, were people kind to you at the airport? 
you know, I don't remember uh, during those days. You know, you hear you hear a lot today about how the, the Vietnam War veterans came home to uh, kind of a uh, an unpleasant reunion. I remember absolutely nothing of that. Um, you know, my reunion was built around family and friends. It was very positive, very warm. Um, so it was, it was, um, it was nothing uh, stereotypical that you might hear about how Vietnam veterans were not warmly received. Steve, you got to promise me next week. You got to let us know. You got to keep us updated with uh, how that reunion went. Okay. Yeah. I'll be glad to do that. We're both really looking forward to it. And uh, I'm going to show him Chattanooga. We're putting together a little Chattanooga uh, care package for him of all the things, products and that are made here in this area. And so we're just looking forward to kind of showering him with a little Southern hospitality. Oh, that's so exciting. Oh, oh, that's so exciting. Well, we so appreciate your service. Uh, we appreciate um Leo Farley's service. We appreciate uh, everyone's service, especially who uh, served in Vietnam. Steve, thank you very much for being on the show with us today. Thank you, James. Good to talk to you. Wow, I cannot wait till part two of this, the follow-up on this story after the meeting. It's going to be incredible, I'm sure. All right, before we go, we have to say once again, thank you to our sponsors, EPB Fiber Optics. They do give you the best internet value in town, $67.99 a month and only from EPB. Make sure you share this podcast and also interact with us on social media, and we'll see you next time on the James and Kim cast.